When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens, with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. This week on Jordan and Jake. Our buddy Matt Moore decided, you know, hey, I'm going to come back and play. And he gets thrown in there. And he did pretty darn good. And he's going to start this weekend for Kansas City. So you never know. I'm, I might come back, Jordan. No one cares if an O-lineman's seeing ghosts. It's like, yeah, whatever. Just block. Here are your Panther Hall of Honor members, Jordan Gross and Jake DeLome. Well, hello, Panther world. Welcome to Jordan and Jake the podcast that everyone's listening to. Jake, my good friend, last we talked, you were going, getting ready for a big weekend of horse racing for the bye week. That is How'd absolutely, it, it went very well, Jordan. Um, thanks for asking. Let's start with the names because we know that's yeah. I think, let me see if I can remember. Let me, cause I, right. I didn't even write it down, but you had, you had X clown. Correct. There was and three of them though. You had X clown, you had flash hands. Yes, and I can't. One remember more. The third one. I can't remember. It's, 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 it's how do you prepare for a game? Watch film study. And, pr- film and study. pray. Watch tape and pray. Was that the name? Of the third <laughs> that was your. Yeah, that was your. Uh, yeah. Your your way. Yeah. So let's start. We'll, we'll start with with flash hands. Uh, okay. Second by nose, uh, closing every stride. So very proud of her. Ran well. Then we ran film study in a big stakes race and a stakes race is a race with uh no conditions meaning that any horse of her age could run in this race and it was a a big a big purse and she ran second at long odds so she ran awesome and then we ran x clown in the exact same race except for the boys the following night another big race Uh, when i say big race it was you know worth a good bit of money and he ran uh second again so we had a very good week, to say the least. Three seconds, and they were all very profitable. So, uh, very good week. Very happy. Every horse came back great. So, you know, we're excited right now. Well, I'm happy for you, Jake, because I know that you put a lot into this. It's your, it's your love after football. Is it? It might even be. It's probably your first love, right? No, is that right? No, I, I mean, listen, besides I always, your wonderful wife, Carrie, this is your first well, love, and then football, or what? 
no, I football always trumped, um, always trumped the horses. You don't it have to say did. that just because we're a football podcast, you know. No, no, it it, it didn't matter. <laughs> it was uh, football always came first. You know that was okay. always that came first, and the horses were always secondary. And I do, I I loved it, just like guys loved golf and things like that. But like during the season, Jordan, when we played or when I played, I should say, yeah, I knew kind of what was going on, but. The total focus was the total focus was football. It was never there was never going to be any deviation from that. But now that there's no more football for me, although our buddy Matt Moore decided, you know, hey, I'm gonna come back and play, and he gets thrown in there, and he did pretty darn good, and he's gonna start this weekend for Kansas City. So you never know. I'm, I might come back, George. Matt Moore out of okay. So here in Boise, the head scout, the head college scout for the Dolphins, lives down the road. So I got to know him a little bit. He and Matt Moore randomly called me about a year ago because Matt Moore was in Oklahoma or something trying out if he wanted to be a scout. So that shows you what a difference a year makes. He was scouting want, college players. Just like, I want, not even as a job, just I'm trying it out to see if I like it. Now he's starting for the Chiefs. Well, I, I bet the pay is a little bit different, don't you think, instead of scouting Intern, in scout Oklahoma? versus starting court. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> probably slightly yeah, more. And, but and you know Matt's going to just – Matt and Matt's going to – that's the thing I can't wait to watch. There's a ton of talent – He's going to let it fly. We might be looking at a guy three, four years from now. He might still be a backup in the league, you know? Dude, here's this is the crazy thing about the NFL. I had a conversation. I vividly remember it, and I know Matt would not mind if I shared this, with like a maybe a third-year Matt Moore. Matt Moore didn't carry a lot of stress outwardly, you know, like a real <laughs> California go-with-the-flow guy. But he got the opportunity, and, and my years are messed up, but he was early in his career with us in Carolina. He'd come to us from a – was he traded from – did we trade no. from the Cowboys practice squad? We signed him off their practice squad, is that right? Yeah, he was uh, uh, the uh, last round of cuts, and they were going to try to put him on their practice squad. Yeah, and we, we cla- got him. We claimed him, yes, correct. Okay, so anyway, so Matt's getting the opportunity to start a little bit. You might have been hurt. I can't remember what happened. And the pressure – was getting to him a little bit, just the stress load. And I remember he, we had a conversation in the training room where he said, I might just be done after this year. Because it was so like, you know, that job, any of our jobs, but especially quarterback, feature quarterback, is, is an immense load. And I talk, I didn't, I'm not taking credit for him still playing football, but I reassured him that he's doing awesome. And like, he just needed a pep talk, you know? And he was thinking about maybe going back coaching high school football after three, four year career. And here he is still go. It's just crazy. Like the, the little decisions, the ripple effect of that, man, with all these careers we see, you know, there's no doubt. And that goes to show you what I guess certain guys, how they put my pressure on themselves in preparing to play because one, and I know speaking from quarterback, you know, mindset, you're not, and I'm not taking away from like an offensive lineman or defensive lineman or anything else, but like, you as a left tackle, you were worried – well, you were different than others, but you were worried about the defensive end, D tackle, the linebacker, you know, on that side. They, they kind right. of three, so to speak. Well, with Matt, you're worried about everybody else, every play check, formation, uh, 
play clock, getting the play in, making the right read, the pre-snap, the post-snap, and wanting to do well. And you can put almost too much pressure on yourself. That's common That's common knowledge. But that's a great story. That just goes to yeah. show you. Well, it's hor- your position's horrible. Quarterback. I mean, they should pay you guys. You missed out on these days, Jake. But no matter what, the quarterback should always be paid head and shoulders the most because, as you just the the things that you're asked to do is god awful. I mean, like it's <laughs> it's so hard, Jake, and the scrutiny and the everything. But since we're on quarterbacks. What are you thinking about Kyle Allen, man? It's just and, – and Cam, you know, is getting healthy. You're the quarterback. There's obviously some situations. Have at it. Well, look, let's hit the elephant in the room. You know, I read and see things. All these pundits are talking now. Oh, should they trade Cam before the trade deadline? That's absurd. That's absolutely absurd. Uh, first of all, Kyle has done fantastic since he since he's been put in. And this week will be a tremendous test going against probably one of the top two or three teams in the National Football League, especially defensively. If this is not the best defense in the league, they're close to it. But he has done great. And the thing with Cam, we have not seen a healthy Cam Newton. And I understand he's had a couple of surgeries in back-to-back years and the shoulder and then the foot. But we haven't seen a healthy Cam play. I can't wait to see when Cam's going to be put back in once he's healthy, once the foot is healthy, because obviously that was an issue. And Cam, in my opinion, was man enough to say after the Tampa game, all right, I can't do it. My, my, I lied. I, I tried to fight through it. And my foot, my, my foot's not right. And in essence, now we've given him the time and we slowly kind of starting to work, work him back in. So I'm excited at some point, I don't know when, to see a healthy Cam Newton back on the field. Because you know that desire is just burning away inside. But on the flip side, what a great job Kyle Allen has done to come in, run the offense, and really kind of no pressure, so to speak. And he's just letting things happen. And then now, so Kyle has played these four games. He's played really good. And he's had some fumble issues. I get it. But now he had a bye week to kind of sit back, okay, where can I improve? What do I need to improve on? Where do I need to continue to get better? And what better task than to have two weeks to prepare to go play against a fantastic San Francisco 49er football team, but more specifically their defense. This, this is the test. This, this is the midterm test right now. Well, I, I appreciate your honesty with the quarterback conversation it's what everybody's talking about i agree you're horribly uh, misinformed if you want to say we should trade cam because having two quarterbacks that can win games is a privilege that most teams do not have so and and cam the, being afforded the time to fully recover is a gift uh, uh, in, in addition so i'm with you there the test though for this week how about i was thinking about this jake so Obviously, the Niners are good, and I'd like to talk about that. But we went to London, okay, which is five hours ahead of Charlotte time. Then these guys get back. Yes, they have the bye week, but the bye week can is supposed to be built for relaxation. I never personally felt like it overly relaxed me. Sometimes I felt like it was difficult to get cranked back up after the bye. But I do think that now going all the way across the country in the other direction 
which is going to be which San Francisco is an eight hour time difference from their last game. I think that this <laughs> trip is perfect to kind of refocus the team. I don't know if you felt that way at all after a bye, Jake, but I just felt like you, you almost overstudied a little bit for the upcoming team because you watched two weeks of film on them. And then you got to go from last Sunday, you're sitting on your couch watching the games to this Sunday. Now you're playing. I'm loving that the guys are having to go on a long road trip. They're getting out there today, which is Friday, and have a little bit of time to get their minds right. Well, couldn't agree more because you hit it on the head. And I'm going to tie in something to that. When you have all this time to prepare, and I, for bye week, I know for me, I never got out of town. I just, I, I stayed home and enjoyed the two or three days we had off. And that was kind of the thing. And I would watch football. And then you just – you never – to me, you never wanted to get away. Um, I, and I understand you guys want to let their bodies recover, but the minds. But I liked – I wanted to always try to keep my mind sharp. But then again, you're coming back. You're traveling to go play the 49ers. So you're exactly right. But the thing that you have to be careful – is that when you're preparing off of a bye and you have all this extra time and all the hype surrounding this game and how good the 49ers defense and offense that they're playing this year, you don't want to chase ghosts. Do you know where I'm going with this about chasing the ghost? The whole <laughs> it's chasing been, ghost. It's been it's and, been talked about this week, Jake. Yes. Okay. Seeing so, ghosts. Oh no, we were seeing ghosts on Monday night. Football, seeing ghosts. Yes. Which is different you don't wanna... from chasing. So yeah, talk us through though in the spirit of Halloween. Talk about ghosts, Jake Delong. Okay, so see chasing ghosts is this. When you're preparing and you have all this this extra time to prepare, you're gonna prepare what, what the team does. And then in the back of your mind, and you're gonna hear the coaches say this, because the coaches they're guilty of this also. Okay, what haven't they done? What, what, okay, who's the defensive coordinator? Where did he come from? So you're going to start going back two, three years, four, wherever he may be, what did they do off of a bye? Was it something they have not shown yet this year? So you start to kind of watch so much more film, but what if they do this? And what if they do that? And, oh, I got to be prepared. So you're starting to chase ghosts, so to speak, that, okay, we haven't seen that. And, yes, we do have to be prepared for something that we might not have, we, we haven't seen yet, but you go back to your rules as a quarterback, as a lineman, as a running back, what are your base rules? And whenever you see something that you haven't seen for the first time. So that is chasing ghosts. Okay. Now seeing, now seeing ghosts, what poor Sam Darnold um, said the other night, and unfortunately the, uh, it went over the airwaves. That is when you're just not seeing the field. You're just not seeing the field. And I've been there. We've all been there. Uh, but you're not seeing the field. And you're starting to see things that I thought this guy was right here, but he wasn't. And you just kind of start throwing because those interceptions Sam threw the other, day, the other night, that, that was pretty rough. And, and I've been there. I've, I've done that too where you're, ju you're just not seeing the field. It's, it's very simple. You're not seeing the field. And they are just kind of relishing the moment, the defense. They're giving you all different looks, and they know you're not seeing it, so it's going to be amped up and dialed up even more. So that is seeing ghosts. And every quarterback, right. has been, every quarterback has been in that situation in their life where they've had a game and they just didn't see the field well. And unfortunately, it was broadcast over the air. And so now – and it's New York, and it's got blown into uh, – just crazy, you know, it's just got blown all over the place. 
Well, back to my point about why you quarterbacks should get paid the most is that exact reason. No one, no one cares if an O-lineman's seeing ghosts. It's like, yeah, whatever, just block. I, I'd like to get way off course and tell you a fairly long story about chasing ghosts. You ready? So I am definitely it, ready. <laughs> 10 years ago, in the uh, more than that, 15 years ago, in the Carolina Panthers meeting rooms, if you remember, we had the most uncomfortable plastic chairs that anyone could sit on. And I remember I would get my back would be so sore during meetings because you're sitting on literally like the cheapest plastic chairs possible. And I'm a 310 pound man. Right. So my best buddy and I, Jeff Hangartner, decide we're going to go buy our own luxury office chairs, leather, cascading waterfall edge to improve leg circulation, rollers. You know, I can adjust the height, the whole deal. Right. So we were sitting in style. But we decided we learned that the wheels were a pun, like a big part of the fun, right? Because we could scoot around. So correct. Dave Magazoo, Dave Magazoo, the O-line coach at the time, great friend of mine, outstanding O-line coach, coached me to my first Pro Bowl. Give him tons of credit. He'd get on the board, Jake, and he'd get going through their blitz packages. And pretty soon we're talking about one time, you know, two seasons ago, the safety had his right foot on the right hash instead of his left. And that could be an indicator that, and we're chasing, before you know it, Jake, we're chasing ghosts. Right? That, so that, big, is, that is a big ghost when you're doing that's that. A that's big a big ghost. ghost. So, yes. and, and I knew we were too far down this rabbit hole. It was negatively affecting our preparation because we're thinking about things we don't need to think about. So, I'd give Hank Gartner the nod. He's sitting next to me in meetings. We're on our wheeled chairs that have moved. And all of a sudden, I'd pull my shirt up over my head. So obviously, I looked like a ghost. And I'd put my hands up with like spirit fingers. And I'd start going, Woo! And, I'd, and I would scoot around the meeting room. And Hank Gartner would wheel behind me, running, chasing me around the meeting room, making a big scene because we were chasing ghosts, Jake. And we had and that was our that was our hint to our coach. You're oh. you're over coaching us right now. So And that is so see. true because these guys are sleep deprived and they just the mind you, you need rest. The mind needs well, rest. Oh. And, and they want us to be prepared, which I get. But like, I'm like, Coach, I can't be thinking. I'm not looking at the safety. I'm looking at the safety. But I'm not studying it. We, you can't pause the game. I can't pause and say, all right, is he 15 yards deep or 18? And is his right, you know, like it's pretty soon it's set hut and I'm giving up a sack, strip sack. You know, like you can't think about all that stuff. And that I don't even know how we got on this, but it seems like, the Panthers so far, North Turner understands that, and I love watching his schemes because it's like efficient and it seems simple with like a little top dressing of complexity, but it's similar stuff most all the time, man. And, and that is it. that is to me, you can't put a price tag on what Kyle Allen has been able to get because of North's I'll say his age, but his experience in that regard. He's not going to chase those ghosts. He's going to go back to what he did. And that's where Dan Henning was very, very effective for us. Because, when, and I'm going to go off course here. When we would game plan every week, obviously we had our big sheet with, with the whole game plan on it. Oh, yeah. And, it, and in each category on Friday afternoons, after, you know, the work is done, 
I would highlight in a yellow highlighter my number one pass, you know, drop back pass. And then I, and in blue, I'd put my number two. Then we go each category, you know, a movement package, um, second and medium, second and long, third and short, third and uh, intermediate, third and a little longer, and then third and long, and then red zone, you know, 25 to the 20, 19, 16, things like that, each category. So we do it in each category. Well, but on the back of the game plan, and I'm not so sure anybody really knew this, on the back of every game plan, Dan would make me write down my top six pass plays in order of preference. It could have been taken from any category, but my top six that I knew in my sleep, I could drop back and throw and complete versus any coverage, any pressure, it did not matter. And so if ever there was a time during a game I was struggling, which that probably happened a good bit, Dan would flip the game plan over <laughs> and would call would go down the Rolodex just to kind of oh, try to get, awesome. get me back on track. And that to me is something that's so crucial and vital for quarterbacks is that you have a play caller that they're not worried about their ego and what they might have put in that week uh, to scheme somebody. And we're going to get get this team back on track. That no. is what I think is huge for Kyle Allen because Norv would not do that. No, oh, well, well said. And I never got those plays because they would have been dive right, dive left, dive right, dive left. It would, <laughs> it would not have gone well. But uh, that's awesome to hear. And I agree. And I think Norv's doing that. All right. We try to keep this under 20 minutes or so just because that's what me and you decided. And I have a few things I want to ask you. So I'm going to go. We're going to do a new segment on our show. And it's probably only this week called Rapid Fire, Jake. So you got to answer right. these quick. You got to answer these quickly, oh. and then we're signing off because I got to get a haircut that's, before I leave for San that's Francisco. Pressure. Ready? That, that's pressure, Jordan. That's pressure, Manuel, Jordan. I don't like pressure. Right. The Niners got a new receiver, Emmanuel Sanders, this week. How quickly can a QB and a wide receiver get some mojo together? I think it can happen immediately because Steve Smith and I did not take a rep with each other in the preseason of 2003, and I got thrown in at halftime of that first game and we had instant connection. So I think that, to me, that's somewhat overrated. All right, so look for a big game from him. All right, next, Panthers O-line. If Trey Turner's back healthy, who starts and where? I believe, I believe Trey Turner has to start at right guard. You don't have a Pro Bowl, All-Pro right guard and not put him. Darrell Williams has done fantastic, but Darrell himself has come out and said he prefers the right side. I would have him ready as the swing guy in case something happens. Because Daly, I think, has done a great job so far at left tackle. I agree. Definitely agree. All right, last one for you, and then we're going to sign off. 49ers D-line has, like, let me count. One, two, three, four, five first-rounders that rush the passer. Is that a good place to spend your draft picks, Jake DeLone? I agree 100%. As, as much as I – would like to have five first round offensive linemen when you can have it, it's up front up front wins game in this league just go to the super bowl undefeated patriots what how did they lose that game michael strahan ocu Minura, justin tuck they just got after tom and made him uncomfortable that's what's so scary about this 49ers team all right well i'll be representing as well jake calling the game i'm excited for it it's an awesome matchup it reminds me a lot of when we went out there in 2013 and kind of realized we were a good team because we beat the niners at their place so their last loss ever at candlestick so enjoy the weekend man good show today uh i'll tell i'll talk to you later i'll do well 
Well, enjoy the trip. Bring us some luck. This is our, our number one test, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm giddy over this weekend's game. Just cannot wait to watch. Well, send me the text. Tell me what I'm doing wrong. Tell me, uh, give me my usual. All right. I will game. not tell you what you, I will not tell you what you're doing wrong. I will reinforce the positive during a game. Okay. We have to reinforce the positive and delete the negative during a game. All right. And if I'm messing up, send me my top six pass plays. Okay. You got it. All right. See you, man. Have a great weekend.